Warning, this program is intended for adults only. What you're about to listen to contains explicit language, sexual topics, and don't be surprised if you get wet. You've just tuned in to Pussy Boss with your host, Victoria Lynn. What's up, bitches? It's your girl, Victoria Lynn, and you've just tuned in to the mini episodes of Pussy Boss that I call Random Pussy. <laughs> And that's right. It's always random and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. Tonight's story, well, my masturbation story. And man, is it a good one. So let's get into it. Our first episode was about masturbation. And for me, masturbation, as I said before, was not something I really, really got into until I was in my later 20s. But I definitely did masturbate when I was younger. And I definitely had sex toys and tried to kind of figure things out. I just never really, um, I guess, spent as much time masturbating as I do now since I'm single. (laughs) At the time, you know, I was in a relationship for eight years. So obviously, that's a long time not to be single. So coming back into the single world, I definitely feel like I found uh, masturbation to be a place that I could just go to and enjoy when I was feeling down. But definitely the best story for me, my best masturbation story definitely involves a family member. And I don't think I've ever told anyone this story. So I figure why not now? (laughs) Why not now? Um, So basically... To set a little bit of the background, I was living at home at at the time. Um, I was in my mom's basement. She had like a basement apartment. And so I lived down there, but my family and I are actually really, really close. So we go out all the time, would hang out and go out drinking and and I'm hanging out with my friends. So we would have little parties at my house because upstairs, my father, stepfather had Upstairs, my stepfather created a whole entire bar. So we have like a pool table and flat screens. We even have like that bar game shit that's at the bar, you know, the little touch screen. We have that. So it was like that place to go, right? So we would always go back there. So I'm pretty sure we were back with a couple of friends and my family, and they were all upstairs drinking. And I don't know what came over me. Like, I'm pretty sure this was before I was even with my ex. So this, I had to have been like, 18 years old or it was like right it was still new it was still new like I hadn't I I I think I might not have met my ex yet so I had to have been 19 years old so I remember um I was upstairs and for some reason you know I got a little tipsy and just decided like I want to go masturbate so I just kind of like slowly quietly excused myself and like went down to my room Well, the thing about my room is, is that there were two doors. So the first door had a lock on it. Now, if the first door was locked, then you could go around to the second door, which had no lock, which works for me. You know, I guess if I want somebody uh, staying out of my room from that end, actually, it doesn't work for me at all. What the fuck? So basically, I locked my door, but I didn't think to lock. Well, I didn't. I couldn't lock the second door. So it wasn't that I didn't think it's that I was like, Oh, well, if somebody comes down, they're going to come to this door because it's by the stairs, right? They're going to try to jiggle it. I'm most likely going to hear it. And then hopefully they'll knock and then whatever, you know, they're not going to go around to the second door. 
So I had this purple vibrator at the time and it was like probably about six inches long and like, you know, I guess just like regular girth. I wouldn't say anything special, but it was, um, a dildo vibrator one. It was like one of my new, like first ones. It's not something I would use now. It's, it's just not what I would use now. I've, I've matured on my products, on my sex toy products, but it was what I was using then. So it's pretty big. Um, and I was going to town, like I didn't even turn off the lights. I just went right for it. I must have been so ready to have sex because that's definitely something that happens when I get drunk. I get definitely hornier. I'm one of those chicks that they're like, oh, you know, give her a few and she's going to become a slut. Probably me, but that's okay. I mean, I just, it just, it's just what it is. You know, I I like sex and it comes out more when I'm drunk. (laughs) But so I was like just going to town, enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, fucking that door, the door with no lock that I could have had changed, literally could have had my stepfather put a lock on it so many times. He probably had thousands in the garage because he was a contractor. All of a sudden, that door swings open. Now, luckily, I had a sheet kind of halfway over me while I was masturbating. But the thing is, is like where the door was, it's basically head on. So I was spread eagle. And he was walking in through the door. And you're like, who the fuck is he? Like, now we know it's a man. Well, guys, it was my stepbrother. My poor, poor stepbrother. And so as soon as he walked in, I kind of like flipped over the blanket a little bit. Like, I don't think he could have seen anything. I don't think he saw anything at all, to be honest. But it pretty much probably looked like what you would look like if you were at the gynecologist in the chair. (laughs) I assume that's how I looked, but I moved so quickly because I knew, right? I was like, oh, fuck. So I literally flipped up and sat up. But the problem was, is I didn't have time to turn off the vibrator and the vibrator was like the secret. It wasn't an easy one to turn off on top of everything else. So all I knew to do was flip, sit up, have the covers over me. And I knew put the fucking vibrator in between your thighs and just squeeze. Because all I could think is if he hears this vibration noise, he's going to know exactly what I was doing. And obviously I didn't want him to know. Well, as I sit up, this motherfucker is so drunk that he decides to sit right next to me on the bed, like not five feet away, (laughs) right fucking next to me. So there I am sitting next to my brother on my bed, no underwear on the vibrator is fucking shoved in between my thighs. And I'm just like hoping to God he doesn't hear it. I mean, really, honestly, I muffled the shit out of it. I don't think I could hear it. But <laughs> And he oh, the whole time, all he wanted to do was get me to come back upstairs. And so he's like pulling at the blanket on top of everything else. I'm trying to keep this vibrator quiet. I'm trying to keep this blanket on me. I'm trying to get him out of my room. I'm thinking like, damn, all I was trying to do was masturbate real quickly. And I was going to be right up. So he's still pushing the issue of me going up. So finally, I just said, okay, look, I need to change. You need to get out of my room and go upstairs and I will be there. And that's what eventually got him out, you know, basically telling him, you know, he's going to see something that he doesn't want to see if he doesn't leave. (laughs) But it was so embarrassing because I literally, 
I thought that he definitely knew. I don't think he knew to this day. I'm sure if he listens to this, he's going to be like, what the fuck? I never had an idea. But I, I just remember thinking like if one, he hears it or two, if I get off, because I mean, I still had a vibrator between my legs, guys. Like it was there. It was there. So to be sitting there just calmly was not also the easiest thing to do. <laughs> Needless to say, he went upstairs. I'm pretty sure I finished myself off. I just said fuck it and did not care because I figured he wouldn't come back downstairs. And then I went upstairs and enjoyed the rest of my night. But yeah, I mean, people walk in on people all the time masturbating. So I don't think we should be like ashamed of it. I think it's more of a funny story if anything. And I can't imagine like what it's like to be a mom and find your son's socks, you know, because they must, you know, come in the socks because it's somewhere to go. <laughs> like that's got to be so gross. But then at the same time, it's like it's kind of just part of life. Right. So if your mom walks in on you masturbating and you're a chick, I mean, I'm sure she'd be weirded out as fuck, but whatever. She'd get over it. My mom actually did one time walk in on me, but not masturbating. It was kind of worse. Um, yeah, she, she went through that door that was unlocked and I don't know why people don't get it. You know, I don't know why the first door being locked isn't enough information for people to know. I might not go in there right now because it might not be the time or place for me, but yeah, my poor mother. That story, that story will have to wait, though, because that story will come later in the podcast. So I have one more story that I got from my friend um, about masturbating and how she kind of fell upon it. So my girlfriend is actually very religious, and she would go to church all the time. And when she was younger, she would go to church, and when she was sitting in the pews, she would orgasm based off of just clenching her legs together. And I don't know if anyone else out there has ever had this happen to them, but for me, I definitely had this happen to me when I was younger. I probably like 10, 11. I can remember being woken up in my sleep from clenching my legs and having an orgasm. And I didn't know who I was supposed to talk to about this. Like, I didn't know it was an orgasm. I just knew like it felt amazing. Like I was like, wow, like how do I keep feeling this way? And I mean, what was I supposed to go to my mom and be like, hey, in the middle of the night, like I'm like clenching my legs and it feels real good. It's, it's just not something you would think to go ask. And so she told me like she would have the same feeling, but when she was in church in the pews. And so she said for a long time, <laughs> she actually thought that she was getting turned on by Jesus and that she had a thing for Jesus. <laughs> and, and for a while she thought that her calling was to basically be, you know, a sex item, a sex work. I don't know how you would, a sex there for Jesus to fuck. I, that sounds so bad though. But she literally didn't understand what was happening in her body. So she put two and two together. It happens at church. It must be something spiritual. It must mean that I'm turned on by Jesus. And maybe I'm meant to be Jesus's, I don't know, sexual follower. 
which sounds crazy, right? Like the fact that I'm even saying somebody thought about having sex with Jesus Christ sounds crazy, but the truth is I'm sure there is somebody out there who does get turned on by the idea of fucking Jesus. And I know so many people are going to hate me for saying this, but it's the truth. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to, um, talk bad about religion. This really has nothing to do with the actual religion. It's just really saying that people get turned on by different things. And so with masturbation, sometimes you're kind of confused at what turns you on, right? Like, so she's in the pews thinking she's getting turned on because she's thinking it's happened because she's turned on by Jesus Christ. Well, maybe she was just actually, you know, rubbing a little close together and given herself her own orgasm without understanding because for her with her religious background she didn't touch her body she didn't have sex premarital sex so we're dealing with somebody who doesn't really know their body that much and so to them they are thinking well it must be if it happens when it goes to church it must have to do something with god or jesus So for a while there, she told me she literally thought that she was either meant to, you know, have sex with Jesus or for a while there, she really thought something was wrong with her because she thought she was turned on by Jesus. And so then she said that she even tried, like maybe she thought that it was time for her to be like a Catholic schoolgirl slut. So she tried to like slut it out. But the thing is, is that she slutted it out, but she didn't still like experiment with her body and masturbate. So if you're slutting it out, but you still don't really know your body, you're probably not getting much out of those encounters. So in order to get something out of those encounters, you need to know your body. So she finally says to me, she accidentally, quote unquote, clicked on some porn and she saw some woman playing with herself. And this is how she learned how to play with herself. And she said, I I don't know what came over me because she had been taught all her life to not do this, that it was just immoral. And so she said, I did it because I couldn't feel the same way. Almost like she she knew that she could experience something, but she couldn't understand why she wasn't understanding how to make her body experience it. Does that make sense even? I don't fucking know. Anyways, so she went and watched porn and she masturbated for the first time. And she came. And she tells me now that she masturbates at least three times a week. She doesn't like to over-masturbate because she feels that it's important to not overindulge. <laughs> Her and I have very different viewpoints. But I think this is why masturbation is so important. And it can come from the stories are so different. My story is about someone walking in on me. Her story is about trying to learn her body and understanding that what she was raised around and what she's been told can be altered to however she wants to alter it. You know, I mean, honestly, she told me that she's still turned on by Jesus Christ and that's what she likes. I'm, I'm not going to alter that. I, I, I mean, I would feel like somebody in the church would say you're fucked up for that. I can't, 
you know, but the church, like, I don't see them liking the fact that somebody would even be turned on by Jesus Christ, but I've never actually thought about it, but there definitely has to be people who are turned on by religious leaders. If you think about it, think of some of the the cults. Think about just um, Charles Manson. Charles Manson did more of a love. Charles Manson, just look at other religions or cults even, you can see that's how kind of cults are formed, right? A lot of people fall in love with the leader. Like there's some, there's some sort of love and emotion or some sort of feeling that they give these people that, that make them feel special. So it makes sense, right? That she feels special in church. That's important to her that she would put two things together like that. It's not really as It's not like a perverted thing is what I'm trying to say. It's not really gross or it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't make her weird. I think for thinking this, I think it's just how you begin to relate to your world and what happens and trying to understand your body and sex amongst understanding the world you actually live in can be hard. Regardless, we can all say she's happily coming three times a week. And I don't think it's to Jesus Christ. So you guys can chill out on that one. That's all I got for you for this week's Pussy Confessionals. Send in your stories. Let's read them together. Let's laugh. Let's cry. Let's get horny. Let's do all of the above. But until next time, this is your girl, Victoria Lynn. And remember, ladies, to keep patting that puss.